there was a lot of buzz around something like this, it was really appealing. I think the longer that you were at a business with an unlimited holiday policy, I think that's when maybe the cracks started to show. Hello, and welcome to Working It. It's a podcast about doing work differently from the Financial Times. I'm Isabel Barrick, the FT's work and careers editor, and it's my day job to make sense of working life and how it's changing. In this episode, we'll be exploring a topic that sounds like the best employment perk ever, unlimited holiday allowances. Paid holidays are probably the best thing about having a job. Whether you're on a generous European allowance or those stricter US vacation times, there's always a delicate dance going on between colleagues who have to cover for each other. But here's what happened when one British company introduced an unlimited holiday policy. So I'm Amy Kaup. I am the chief of staff at Charlie HR. I've been there for just under five years and I look after operations within the business. And then another part of my role is is supporting with company strategy. But a big part of, of what I've always done at Charlie is around culture and processes and policies that form the way we work. And so you had this really interesting idea a few years back to introduce an unlimited holiday policy for staff. How did that come about and why? The reason it was initially rolled out was because it was a lot of talk around autonomy at startups. So just to make things clear, in the UK and Europe, we have the right to paid holiday. But in the US, that is still not federally mandated which is bananas, as holidays are really good for business. Employees who take their full holiday allowance are apparently more productive when they get back and more likely to be promoted. But if you took unlimited holiday, would that still be true? I think the unlimited policy was a classic embodiment of what what people thought would enable team members to feel really empowered at work and make decisions about how they were spending their time, the right amount of time they needed off when they wanted to be at work. So I think that was the reasoning behind the implementation of the policy in in the first place. I think that's really, you know, it comes from a really good place because it's really about a high level of trust, isn't it, in your staff? I, I completely get the impulse behind that and I would love that. But what was the initial reaction from the staff at the time? It was very attractive for when people were joining Charlie. There was a lot of buzz around something like this. And it was something that people would join Charlie and tell their friends they worked somewhere that had an unlimited holiday policy. And I think the initial reaction from individual team members is always exciting. And it feels like this new way of working. And as you said, I'm given so much trust this business is treating me like a human who can make my own decisions about what's right for me. We all love holidays, but have you ever thought about why we need them? I'd never really taken that thinking apart, but the simple reason is that we all need a break. And the phrase occupational burnout was first coined in 1974 by an American psychologist called Herbert Freudenberger. And holidays have always been a really key way to help us avoid exhaustion and stress at work. The history of paid time off goes back a really long way. Employees and trades unions started to lobby for it in the 19th century. And in fact, British bank holidays were introduced in the 1870s. But when my grandmother was a maid in service for a rich family in the early 20th century, she had just one day off a month. So for her, an unlimited holiday policy would have seemed utopian. 
But after three years, Charlie HR decided to end their radical experiment. And here's why. We had lots of feedback around what was the magic number? What was the number that you were meant to take? Because everyone ultimately knew that it wasn't unlimited. There was probably a a range between which most people would take, but there was no one going to book 50 days holiday, for example, because you knew that was slightly taking the piss. I love the idea of someone sneakily taking 50 days holiday and thinking nobody would notice. I bet this happens somewhere. So I think it did mean that although it wasn't explicit, there was always a number-ish that people were working towards. And I think that created a lot of anxiety amongst team members about how much they could take, what was acceptable, how did they know what other people were doing. We would find that for all different external factors, maybe that there was just such a huge range between we would have maybe single younger team members really undertaking in comparison to a pretty standard 25-day holiday policy. But then we might have maybe team members in a couple or team members who are a bit older with maybe a bit more disposable income or it just varied for so many reasons why people were taking different amounts for us as a business felt really uncomfortable but then also felt uncomfortable from the team members perspective because there just wasn't any clarity around what this really meant and it started to feel unfair and yeah not clear at all what was being asked of people. So we all really psychologically need a number in our heads, maybe like we get 30 days holiday at the FT and I obsessively count (laughs) how many I've taken throughout the year. So I can totally see that. And I guess there must be an impact on teams. If you've got somebody undertaking, they're going to have to compensate for somebody who's taking 30. Someone who's taking 20 is going to be working literally more days. Yeah, exactly. And I think we've come to a place where we view our role as a business that we should be offering everyone equal benefits or something like this equally and fairly, because as you say, that isn't a sustainable way to grow a business if someone's always overcompensating for someone who's taking more holiday. One of the interesting things psychologically as well is you were saying you have X number of days holiday you look at that and how long you have to take it and the best way to plan holidays so that it's planned out across a year is working back from that number, mapping it out across the year and you have a number you're working towards throughout that time. Whereas if you don't ever really have that number, it's really easy to get to the end of your company's holiday year and realise that you haven't taken that much and it could be completely accidental, but it's because you're not obsessively thinking about that number. That's fascinating. And did you find that, um, you know, was there an element of performative workaholism? Were there people really not taking very many days at all? Were you able to keep a handle on how many days people were taking? Yeah, so we always had a view on how many days people were taking our, our software. One of the functionalities it has is holiday tracking. So we could always see, I don't think we ever felt that people were more rewarded for taking less holiday or that they felt that helped them progress in their career more because we could see that they had only taken 15 days holiday over the year or or whatever. I think it almost happened accidentally that people would really undertake and then we as a business would end up saying, you've only taken 15 years, 15 years, <laughs> 15 days so far. We We think you should take some more. But that also was really hard to say because if it's unlimited, 
we didn't specify that there was a minimum and maybe that person didn't want to but from our perspective as a business we believe we have a role in encouraging people to have balance in their lives and probably taking 15 days isn't the healthiest way to be creating that balance so that was one of the difficulties as well was even though we could see it our authority as a business was undermined because we couldn't talk about numbers because it was unlimited. The statistics around people not taking their full holiday allowance were alarming even before the pandemic. According to a 2018 survey by Glassdoor, the employer review site, 40% of UK employees took up to half their annual allowance over the year and young workers were the least likely to take their holidays. So when more than 750 million vacation days go unused in the US every year, how do you get your employees to take a break? The American Travel Association, which represents the US travel industry, is running a plan for vacation day in January 2022 to try to get more people to plan trips with their time off. But the other huge reason why you really should take all of your holiday is that if you don't use your full allowance, you are actually taking a pay cut. So I guess overall what we're seeing is that it's not really about how many vacation days your company offers. It's about how easy you make it for your staff to take them. Here's Amy Kaup again. So now our holiday policy is 25 days um, plus bank holidays. And we also close for around one and a half weeks over Christmas. This works much better for us. I think we talk lots about this phrase that we we came up with called structured flexibility and for us what that means is giving people flexibility but giving them clear boundaries to play within and I think that for us was where the unlimited holiday policy really fell short because it was almost too much flexibility that psychologically People didn't know what those boundaries were and therefore those boundaries were so different for different people. Whereas now, whenever we're creating policies, we try and guide people. And yes, in this case, it maybe is more just fixed. We give people 25 days holiday allowance, but I think it's made us really reflect as a business whenever we do roll out something new, a policy or a process, Does it fit that concept of structured flexibility, which enables people to feel more empowered to to take advantage of it because they do feel they have that good level of autonomy because there is a certain degree of flexibility, but then they also know where the bounds are and feel good about using it. What I really picked up from what Amy was saying was that the unlimited holiday policy was making some of the staff anxious And at this time in particular, where almost everybody is feeling anxiety, something like that extra thing, that extra unlimited holiday is not a benefit. It's making us more anxious at a time when we honestly don't need it. Amy's story at Charlie HR is fascinating. Sometimes ideas and experiments have to fail in order to get the team to a better place. We know this. It's proved over and over again in research. But I like the way that their new holiday policy still offers flexibility, but it's also fair and it has boundaries. As humans, we really crave certainty and fairness. And that's why giving everyone 20 or 30 days off a year is so popular. But there are companies that stick with an unlimited holiday policy. And the most famous of these is Netflix, the streaming service. 
Its CEO, Reed Hastings, calls it a no-vacation policy, which is interesting. And staff have to decide when to work and when to take time off. Netflix puts a lot of effort into communicating the policy and keeping it running, and it says it values inspiration over supervision. Which is a really good phrase, but I'm really not sure those are mutually exclusive concepts. With many thanks to Amy Kaup from Charlie HR for appearing in this episode. If you want to read more about their unlimited holiday experiment, we'll put a link to the company's blog in the show notes, as well as to some FT articles on the subject. And please do get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. We're at workingit at ft.com or get in touch direct with me at Isabel Berwick on Twitter and Instagram. Working It is produced by Novel for the Financial Times. Thanks to the producer, Anna Sinfield, executive producer, Joe Wheeler, with research from Pippa Smith and Lee Meyer. We have editorial direction from the FT's own Renee Kaplan and production supervision from Persis Love. 